Welcome to Lights in the Sky Podcast, episode 87, casual chat about uncasual things. I'm Luke. And Tonna joins Luke. <laughs> um, had a week off last week. It was my fault. Yeah, it's your I'll, fault. I'll face up. You cannot drive past a winery without getting sucked in. That's right. I got sucked right on in. Um, about <laughs> sort of 300 kilometers or 400 kilometers or something like that north of mm, here. So That's what they do to you. Yeah. That's how they get you. <laughs> um, good week. Pretty good week, yeah. I think the um had, had the old wine festeruni. Oh yeah, that, uh, we went to last weekend. Um, mm-hmm. there was there was two two negatives of the weekend. One I've told you about just before. Oh, was let's around kick the, off. Uh, let's kick off the episode with some negatives. We had the uh, we had the windshield <laughs> cracked and needing replacement on the on the, on the vehicle. Mm-hmm. On uh, yeah, so that was a bit of a shame. Only got about ten minutes out of town before smash from a <laughs> truck. So that's, the, that's an omen. Do you believe in omens? I actually do. And like, really, yeah, I thought that was because um, that happened in there. I thought, oh no, this isn't um, this isn't great. And then there was like um, some. Yeah, like you got you went and checked in, and there were they were bunks, <laughs> and then turned out the bunks were like um, rotten, and then it turned out you didn't even have bunks; it was a mat on the floor, and uh, then it turned out you didn't even have a floor, and then it turned out you weren't even at the hotel. No, n- um, maybe that, that's how it happened, no. wasn't it? I stay with the friends, so I didn't actually. Uh, huh. Did they have a floor? Yeah, there's a floor <laughs> and a bed. <laughs> Like, and towels. Oh, the bed could sit on the floor. Yeah. And the towels could sit on the bed? The towels were on a towel rail. <laughs> Heated or? <laughs> no. Ah, uh, bad but omen. But it's summer. Bad omen, it's you summer. see. There was um, bad driving, like, lots of bad driving on oh. the way. And I thought, I thought that, oh, no. That Do not get me bad, started with driving. Bad omen. There. Yeah. No. You've been driving badly? Or? No, I just encounter it a lot. I was 10 minutes late for work because of slow drivers. I encountered it a long. Lot. It's a long delay. Yeah. Everyone likes to do 50 and a 70. And um, the milk tankers, they have like GPSs in them. So they get, um, I think they get told they have to be 10Ks under the speed limit. But they never, ever pull over. So you just get stuck behind them. I found that too with the, uh, a couple of the, the trucks on this. What? The trucks. Trucks. (laughs) Trucks. On this, (laughs) on this main road. Like there are no, like. If you're not familiar with New Zealand roads, mainly for like state highways, there's like one lane north, one lane south. That's mm-hmm. kind of you get, and then sometimes we'll have passing lanes, which is where you have an extra lane that you can. Yeah, pass it's like on. a part where you can. Um, it's self-explanatory, isn't it? Yeah, it turns into two lanes briefly, so one <laughs> yeah. can go faster than the other and get past them. But we we going on to say that there's no notion of the trucks actually wanting to use passing lanes. What there is is like often the passing lanes are on long straight bits of road, so instead of maybe the truck saying, "Hey, I might just slow down a little bit," so then lots of people can get past, mm. they keep going like yeah. flat tack through yeah. the passing lanes. And there was even, um, it's like a slow vehicle lane up a little bit of a hill. So um, I was the last vehicle and the truck pulled in um, to the um, slow vehicle lane. So two cars got past, but the guy probably was doing about 70 on this slow vehicle lane. And I was like, it's that last, it's that minute where it's like, it's only like a hundred meters left before it closes. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't have the time to get past. So yep. I have to stop. Mm-hmm. And the truck then sort of pulls in. The person behind is angry because I didn't get past. But had I gone past... The truck, out of runway. Yeah, the truck would have swat, side-swiped me out of the yeah. way. And I'm like, well, I can't get past. So, Does, yeah. yeah. I think they they limit their speed to 90 um, for safety reasons, obviously. It's good that trucks aren't speeding. But they can just build in that extra bit. Like, I go through three or four towns. They could easily pull over and let everyone pass. Yeah. But instead, there's just chains of people at between 7 and 8 in the morning when everyone's trying to get to work. I was trying to work this out, and I think I was thinking like, are they on a deadline? So they don't want to slow down because they've got deadlines to meet, and they don't want to. I do would that. say so. Yeah. yeah. So they're like, oh, I can't slow down. I've got to do this, but then everyone gets annoyed behind, and then you see some really crazy. Yeah, there's so, there's so many crazy overtaking maneuvers that people are overtaking on the other side of the road, and they're yeah. not. There's no passing lanes on the stretch of the mm. road, and these trucks are, and these. It's really hard to get past like a truck and a trailer. Mm. So. It's yeah. a paranormal podcast. Um, so, <laughs> and then then the next part. This is maybe more paranormal. There was a ghost truck. Yeah, with like a 
screaming skeleton on fire driving it and then you we looked in your about, review we did, and we did it was talk gone. about some scary highway at one point didn't yeah, we yeah yeah route yeah. 66 yeah Six? 69 <laughs> route 666 so went to the wine festival on the saturday and <laughs> i had left my driver's license back at where i was staying like I, i'd emptied my wallet out of all the stuff and i, I inadvertently took my driver's license out why well, just because i was clearing it out of all the cards and then <laughs> it's not the time for it yeah i know i shouldn't have done it like i was just i was i was i was we're about to leave and i just ripped all the cards out so i don't want to take my work credit card my tech work taxi card my business cards i took all that out of my wallet and left on this bedside table thing it's like a george costanza move yeah i want a light wallet because it was mm. full of cash because i don't i'm not normally cash heavy but you're full of cash at this festival because you've got to carry around cash oh that's so a that's poor why system I was, so I, was cl- I know so i was clearing out the cash because you had to pay with cash mm. no it's not right i was keeping the cash in clearing out the excess non-cash got to the fest got in the vehicle and i was like oh shit i haven't got my wallet but we're already on the wee taxi thing to the wine festival mm-hmm but I was like, ah, I'm 33, they won't, they won't ID me, I'll be fine. Uh-oh. Walked in the gate, can I see your ID? Really? I was like, I was like, man, I'm 33, he's like, need to see your ID. I said, I don't have it with me. He's like, alright, get out. I said, I've driven all the way from Christchurch, stayed overnight, um, bought tickets to this festival. For I you was, to tell me I look 17. I was born in 1985. <laughs> I said, I went to the same festival four years ago yeah. and wasn't ID'd. Yeah. Please let me in, yeah. Because I'm clearly, I'm clearly not 17, am I? Mm. <laughs> and I was, because uh, for those overseas, their legal drinking age is 18. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like you. We're both 33 years old. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I don't look 17. Yeah. Um. He's like, no. Nah. So, what I did have was a photo of my passport on my phone. Oh, tenuous. I know. Mm. It worked. Excellent. Because I think the guy realised this person isn't actually yeah this, it's a low risk to let a 30 something year like that's an elaborate hoax to get a photo like, of a passport so bought, and also look more than 17 yeah. so it's like and like i was able to say like right open my phone right now here it is it's like would a 17 year old really <laughs> have mocked this up yeah. <laughs> thinking he would get in because he looks old but actually no he's actually 17 i'm like i didn't like I don't even know what year I would have to be born. Like nineteen ninety nine is seventeen. No, you'd be two thousand two, wouldn't you? Oh yeah, two thousand and two. I think I keep everything. I, actually, I'm thinking of two thousand. I'm thinking of two thousand seventeen. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. No, I'm thinking it's two thousand nineteen. Oh, I'm not supposed to say the year. That dates the podcast. <laughs> Damn it! You finally dated it. Um, yeah. So not two thousand seventeen. You finished school a year after that. Put yeah. It that way. Yeah. That I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so this is where you look like you could be a seventh former and i know you give me you give me shit for this um but have you ever heard this theory and it happens quite a bit um around like witness identification that when somebody of a different race looks at you say i am in this case i'm i am a white caucasian male and the person who was at the gate was a darker skinned person i find it really interesting how terrified you were to say you're white (laughs) because you're too worried about being racist (laughs) well the person at the gate was a darker skinned male yeah and this theory is something i have heard in um criminal stories and circles that People of the of opposite races, or not opposite, of different races. I'm so careful. I'm so on. Okay. Well, let me this. jump in and explain it in just a few words. Okay. Okay. Um, you can only age ID people of your own race. Is, even is what you're even saying. just even just I didn't like even identify them like if you as a male or female. Yeah, and this the story I heard <laughs> was about, about it was a, it was a story where this uh, white male was convicted of a crime because uh, a group of um, black females don't say black you racist said he was the he was the killer of this particular thing but mm. actually um there's the study went that is actually this guy didn't look anything like the killer but it's when it's two different when it's two different races it can be a real struggle to identify interesting them. so essentially white people are easier at identifying white people black people for black people asian people for asian people and 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 so on hashtag tony's a racist <laughs> <laughs> anyway this is this is this is a legitimate theory i heard yeah. and um and you think that that's you you were a victim of that i feel i might have been a victim of that mm. that he's like 
oh, I'm a, I'm, I'm, you're, you're a white guy. To me, all white, white people look the same. He's like, you look pretty fly for yep. a white guy. Yep. So he's saying all white people look alike to me. Whoa. Well, he's, it's allowed to say. I'm not going with you on this, this journey. Is, this is, this is why I suspect because I have had no problem anywhere else whenever a person of the same nah see i don't think it was, i don't think it's that i think it what it would be is the event organizers will be so stringent on that but i've been there before i've been well, not talked to this guy i've been to that event twice before and never got id'd yeah maybe there was an incident but no one else around me got id's <laughs> that's awesome that's probably my favorite but yeah you were the random one i couldn't got... believe it like it's like the one time i forget my id and they want to see it yeah normally I'm, I'm stoked with that but well i had a similar thing when i went to film at the at a seaport not an airport at oh. a seaport and um they wouldn't let me in because did you see any men there yes the one man who refused me entry <gasps> because i wasn't aware that i needed photo id and my license was like being reissued like it had, oh. I, so i only had like the temporary piece of paper yeah. in between so you didn't, like, ha- what you are didn't the know odds? to have passport it was like a four-day wait and it happened to be one of the four oh. days i was meant to go there and film so i had to just film from a distance <laughs> like because i couldn't get inside the gate so but i could get up on the hill and yeah. you know just get long shots yeah. long shots yeah yeah um the other um paranormal make up your own mind uh story that i have which means not paranormal at all yep. age verification story was what's the age for getting fireworks is it like 15 or something weird i thought it's now changed to 18 i think yeah. it was like 15 yeah so when it was 15 i went to get fireworks as a 25 year old <laughs> and they asked me for id and i'm like you only have to be 15 to buy them like do you think i look 14 14 <laughs> like <laughs> like i'm a little bit past 14 i would have thought and they just blank it all like no nah, no id not having it i'm like i have a mustache <laughs> a lot of 14 year olds have mustaches to be fair <laughs> yeah that's definitely a thing but no i was like um i was pretty confident i wouldn't have got into like a like the movies on a kid's ticket at that point. You do an R16 film right now. <laughs> yeah, no. where's, your, where's your parents, little you're not, boy? You're not seen American Pie 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It would have probably been about the right time, too. <laughs> um, in other news, uh, since our last recording, we've had the Super Bowl. We have. Um, lowest in long time. Lowest Super Bowl. Lowest score. Like altitude wise. Yeah. It's played underground. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, is it the Raiders' new stadium? It's going to be slightly underground. Or is it the Rams' new stadium? Because they can't, they can't build it too tall because it'll be in the way of the airport. So they're going lower. Oh. It's kind of weird. That's weird. Um, but, uh, yeah, Super Bowl was 13 3. Yeah. I won a pizza. You, you didn't want a pizza? I won a pizza because I picked the right team and margin. Oh, really? Yeah. You should have put more on that than just a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like a pizza competition. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was pretty happy with that. I've gotten to, gotten into like entering everything, like competition-wise, I mean, nothing dodgy. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, I guess you would have got a child on the way. You've, I mean, you've, achieved, you've achieved one part of that, but... Um, so in my efforts to enter everything, everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I've managed to win a free pizza from Sal's. So really good pizza. It was a good pizza. Yeah. Um, and I also won 250 bucks of, uh, sort of like Groupon, one that we have here called Grab One. 250 bucks worth of Grab One you credit. That. What have you spent that on? Baby uh, stuff. Stuff for the baby. Baby stuff. Yeah. Cot sheets, bassinet sheets. Get the baby the pizza. Merino wrap. Did your wife have some of the pizza? I haven't cashed it in yet. Oh, sure. If she eats it, then the baby will, of course, get some. So, get mm. for the baby. Yeah, baby prizes. Baby prizes. But that's kind of the a boring thing to spend it on, but it just means that I'm not spending money. But I, for a long time in my life, I've said I don't win anything. And in the last two weeks, I've won two competitions. What? One of them was skill-based, because I was pretty sure, like, I followed the NFL pretty close this year. And I Why wanted the Rams th- to win, but... Did what? you think the score was going to be that low of the, the game? Or what, no, why was I it just, that low? I didn't watch it, so why was it that low? Um, was it like crappy weather or no, a lot tight, of people tight D? I think it was tight D. Tight D. Yeah, I think it was tight D. That's my um, 
my feeling. I, like, a lot of people didn't like it because it was, was hardly any scoring plays. And the one touchdown that was scored was, like, a run-in from three yards out. Yeah. But I think it was just tight D. Tight D, yeah. Tight D. Tenacious D. Tenaciously tight D. Tenacious D. Tenacious D. Cool. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, there is that saying, like, you know, an expansive game, high-scoring affair is good, but, you know, there's a lot of tension with that tight D. Well, I think we're more used to um, tight D because we can have some pretty low-scoring games in rugby and league that you know it's a quality game because it's like 8-6. Yeah. Whereas over there, I think it just means that your offense hasn't gotten anywhere. Yeah, is how it's more like, red. I, I did. I think it's probably the tu- the tide has turned a wee bit in recent years. But I remember in you know years gone by when I was younger watching these final games, and the, the scores would always be like that. Like, there would not be much in it because the in rugby, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because the, the you know that would be tight D. Yeah, tenacious D. D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were tenaciously defending, and not much got through away. Eh? Yeah, that's right. Mm. Whereas now it's not uncommon for a bit more expansive. So it's probably a good, good old school tight D. Mm. Old school tenacious D. So to tie this into paranormal, um, coincidence, I won two competitions in a week. Nah. Okay, <laughs> never mind then. <laughs> well done, good luck to uh, you. Coincidence, you got a bad omen. Was there anything other than your ID that was I bad? I thought, um, you know when they said like something comes in threes, that was like, dodgy scary driving yeah cracked windshield did, almost didn't get in i was literally thinking i'm about to go back to my friend's place where i'm staying i'll be sitting all day there yeah. watching suits on my so iPad. wait did you leave your id 300 k's away yeah or did you i thought you left it at the, like the hotel no so i was i i, I emptied my i think maybe i made that clear but i emptied my wallet before i departed yeah so we were like had to get on the road to leave Christchurch and I yeah. had emptied the stuff out yeah you should have rung me I would have met you halfway yeah I mean I guess I could have done it if you paid for my gas <laughs> I would have done it I was actually thinking like if it did get down to that like I hadn't had anything to drink that day yet yeah. going into the festival like how quickly could you get how the quickly license could there? I get the license there I would have driven it if I if, as long as I didn't have anything groundbreaking could have met in Kaikoura which would have been two hours down two mm-hmm. hours back so you so get to the second half got, of the day we got there about 11.30 so mm-hmm. about 2.30 could have uh, could have could been have there with in. you yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that sort of stuff I'm up for more in theory than in practice yeah <laughs> like <laughs> I, I would love the idea of just dropping everything and doing that you know, you know, because I know your door code as yeah, well. Yeah, no, you know exactly. You know the pin code yeah. to the door. Yeah, yeah. The, the digi code. Yeah. Would it be weird if you came home for lunch one day and I was just working from in this room? I think I quite enjoyed it. <laughs> to be honest, though, the cameras would capture you. So I was going to ask because I was I was working from I was working from home, but I had like a two hour window where I was dropping uh, my wife at an appointment and I was going to work from her work, and um, I was like, should I just work from here? <laughs> Like, because then it, I don't have to deal with like people, if her, if yeah. her boss is there or whatever. I was like, I can just come in. Yeah, you could. Mm. Do you have an alarm? No. Well, I do, but I don't turn it on because the cat sets it off. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> anything else paranormal in our <laughs> absolute drivel? <laughs> no, I think we're good. <laughs> um. So. Um project blue book will visit at the end yeah we will so i don't know we didn't obviously didn't do last week's project blue book but i mm. have to say last week's one wasn't actually a favorite of mine oh that's good because my story comes from um one of the things from project blue book what so i think good. uh what i think like it was kind of like that mid-season we kind of wrap you know we're kind of trying to wrap things up a little bit and then try to kick off with the next part which mm. is um kind of maybe some of the end of act one yeah, it was probably focused on things like, I guess, uh, we're not talking about it now. So let's talk about it. We'll come back to this. We'll come back to this. I don't want to. <laughs> it sort of felt like, actually, there's a bit of probably make-believe going on here and interpretation of stuff that isn't actually so related to Foo Fighters, which I was hoping to hear more about. But Oh, you wanted to see Dave Grohl on it? Turn 50 the other day. Dave Grohl did? Yeah. Mm. Turn 50. Apparently, he's just got millions of dollars in his bank account and... To the point where he's like, "This just keeps the number just keeps going up. Like, can't spend it fast enough." I heard like um, one hundred and forty million bucks or something. Heard, uh, heard heard on another podcast that uh, after Kurt Cobain died, he uh, nearly uh, joined uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Yes, and Taylor Hawkins was drumming for Alanis Morissette. Mm. Mm-hmm. There you go. 
It's music. And then there's uh, other and then there's other Foo Fighters that never get mentioned. Yeah. Like the Michael Collins of Foo Fighters. Yeah, he's an astronaut. This is um, Muso Corner. <laughs> well, Luke and Tom. Um, speaking of Muso Corner, over here in Muso Corner, I can see we've got some decor. Yeah, got Casey Musgraves up there. Uh, yeah. up, on your, up on your newly painted walls. Exactly, yeah. The whole house is actually painted now. I didn't know. Well, I, the bathroom's not. It's going to get renoed. But, um, is it showing my age or is it showing that I don't care? Or is, it, or is the fact that I don't care showing my age that I actually don't know who that is? I wouldn't know who she is had it not be for my partner, right. my king. Way to explain Casey Musgraves. I was trying to explain this so, um, to someone the other day that she's like Taylor Swift, who you must know. Swifty Taylor. Yeah, Taylor Swift, but... Oh, um, she used to play drums for Alanis Morissette. Does. No, no, it's Michael Collins. <laughs> Phil Collins. <laughs> Phil Collins, yeah. who who did a concert in a chair the other day, sitting down. Yeah, I heard that. Can't stand. Yeah. Can't stand. You can't stand him. That's no, really he rude. He's he like an invalid. Stand. He can't stand. I can't believe you said that about <laughs> Can't an stand that invalid Phil Collins. <laughs> so, yeah, she's like, Taylor Swift. Is, he, is invalid the right word? Then? Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. It is. It is. Yeah. Okay. She's like, Taylor Swift, but probably less poppy. Less popular. Pop, poppy. Poppy. Less popular. Don't want poppy on the microphone. Like uh, Avril Lavigne. The last time I was into music, she was around. She's kind of, she kind of came back for a bit. Oh, really? That was 2003. Oh, that ties this skater into boy. paranormal. Being a skater boy, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, in Muso Corner, some of your solo. Take it away, skater boy. Um, that ties it into paranormal. Okay. Let me just deviate a little bit. Um, she was a skater boy. Wait, he was a skater boy. <laughs> she was a skater boy? That's so not the lyrics. He was a skater boy. She said, see you later, boy. He wasn't good enough for her. So now he's a superstar. Slam it on his guitar. Does your pretty face see what he's worth? Have you heard of the conspiracy theory with Avril Lavigne? That she died. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Is this not newsworthy? Is this not podworthy? I've heard about it, yeah. Did you know Avril Lavigne was replaced by a lookalike named Melissa in 2003? At least that's what the internet would have you believe the old conspiracy theory that levine was cloned resurfaced on twitter over the weekend but has been bandied about the internet since 2005 two years after skater boy from what i she said see you later boy uh and is thought to have originated on a brazilian fan page the theory claims levine struggling with fame at the beginning of her career began using a body double named melissa at some point, the real Levine is said to have died, so the record company replaced her with Me- Melissa full time. <laughs> Proof it's, has it's it. It's just not worth it. Like this is not <laughs> worth doing <laughs> this. If ever Levine died, who cares? Like, well, Whoa, that is aggressive. Oh, I apologise to Avril, <laughs> who's clearly listening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is she still married to Chad? Who's Chad? Chad Kroger. Do they get married? Um, maybe that's wrong. By uh, by. Uh, Okay, so it's taken 87 episodes for us to turn into, like, the E-Channel podcast. Yeah. Um, TMZ, but here we are. yeah. Um, are, you, are you Googling that one? Because I can finish the... Um, you keep going that while I... Uh... Melissa, full-time. Proof has included Levine's red carpet shots. Levine wears trousers. Melissa prefers dresses. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> and supposed differences between the facial features of pre-2003 Levine and the current incarnation. Theorists also believe Melissa has left clues in songs, such as Slipped Away, in which she sings, The day you slipped away was the day I found it won't be the same. There was even a publicity shot in which Levine had Melissa written on her hand. Spooky. <laughs> like, we just have to, like, call Melissa. I could literally like, just go on. And so, why would... So, Avril Levine has been replaced with someone called Melissa, and they write on her hand, Melissa, so they know that she's Melissa, not the dead Avril Levine, and then yeah. gets photo taken. Like, yeah. That doesn't make any sense to me. You could do that with metadata, so, yeah. so it wasn't in the photo. Apparently, uh, Avril Levine was married to Chad Kroger from 2013 to 2015. Mm. When she died? Uh... <laughs> Well, yeah, well, she would have been dead by then, so that would have been Melissa. <laughs> um, okay, well, I'm going to deviate now, and I'm going to um, uh, drop my, my pre- pre-planned story, and I'm just going to run with some of these. Okay, this sounds... sounds I like this. <laughs> Do you know that Avril Lavigne was married to Busy D before Chad Kroger? This one... Uh, for me, you can put Busy D in the... 
Casey Musgraves category. Never heard of them. Uh, busy. No, his name's Busy D. <laughs> He had a very busy D after he was married. <laughs> Derek Jason Wibbly, aka Busy D. Wiggly. No, Weebly. Weebly. Like, Weebly. Like Wix.com. Weebly. Weebly. WordPress. Something about, is there's something about Sum 41 in here. I don't know. He must be in Sum 41. Okay. But Busy D, it's a good name. Is he stumbling through a party like his name is El Nino? I think so. Okay. Um, hanging out drinking in the back of an El Camino. He was best known for his work as the lead vocalist, <laughs> rhythm guitarist, keyboardist, main songwriter, and producer of the rock band Sun 41. Mm-hmm. Busy now, D. I think this episode is up there with the most likely to keep Juliana entertained into the main story now. <laughs> um, so if you're still with us, um, we've got some, some as e-news as it gets. Yes. Do you know Busy D dated Paris Hilton? <laughs> I didn't know Busy D was a thing, so no, I didn't know they dated Paris Hilton. Um, following on from my uh, Melissa slash Avril Lavigne conspiracy, um, possibly the best known example is the claim that Paul McCartney was replaced with a lookalike after he'd been killed in a car accident. The urban legend took root in 1969, the year of the moon landing. And also the uh, 50 years ago today. <laughs> <laughs> to the year. Yeah, well, 50 years ago it was 1969, so Wait, there you go. you're dating the podcast again. <laughs> Don't date the podcast. I'm not dating, I'm, I'm spoken for it. I can't be dating lits. Uh, following the release of The Beatles' Abbey Road... Uh, fans hunted for clues. They were convinced John Lennon was saying, I buried Paul in strawberry fields forever. For example, Lennon said he was actually saying cranberry sauce. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, unlike some more recent conspiracy theories, the person at the center actually rebutted the claim. In an interview with Life magazine in November 1969, McCartney said, perhaps the rumor started because I haven't been much in the press lately yeah okay well <laughs> <laughs> thoughts 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 feelings I actually saw questions the, did comments you see there's there was a, a few there was pictures that were shown that um came out not too long ago it had like an image of the person as a young i guess musician young actor, buck a young, young buck young buck with their future self or their current self like standing side by side it's quite no cool. i haven't seen that yeah it's quite cool there's like there was there was a paul mccartney one so if there is a lookalike the lookalike looks a lot like the younger one who was the real one who didn't <laughs> who was not no the younger one is the lookalike because it was when they had the um abbey road so he was run over while they were crossing abbey road for that <laughs> yeah. music cover yeah <laughs> i mean like, we've got to replace him well we know the driver's at fault because it was a pedestrian crossing <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> they probably were hang- holding up traffic a wee bit though i'd say yeah. Um, apparently, they did that. They took that photo because they needed an album cover. Photographer was there all day, but they were busy, so they're just like, let's go down the road and, and cross the street. But there's other theories. Like I remember reading up about this one, and it was something like, um, uh, Paul McCartney's the only one with bare feet, or something like that. Oh, yeah. And so they point to the fact that he's like that symbolism because he's uh, closer to the earth. Um, Oh yeah, good photo. Someone's got teeth when he hasn't, so quite clear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I just I just showed Luke the photo that I was talking about with young and old Paul McCartney sort of in canoodling a little bit. Taylor Swift. Moving away from clone replaces celebrity genre, theorists believe Taylor Swift is, in fact, the clone of a former satanic priestess. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is ludicrous. This is ludicrous. <laughs> Seems reasonable. The theory. I would love to get inside the head of someone who actually believes this. I'd like to know. They're probably flat earthers. Yeah. The theory which dates... There was actually a good story about this, <laughs> about flat earthers. There's something I saw. It. It, like, it was like an article on it, or like a story on the flat earthers website. It said, there are flat earthers represented all around the globe, is what it said on the, um, <laughs> on the website. I'm like, come on, man. Taking the puss. <laughs> The theory, which dates back to 2011, claims Swift is an Illuminati clone of Zena LaVey, the daughter of the founder of the Church of Satan. Essentially, the two look similar. <laughs> there are thousands of videos on YouTube comparing the two, which surely counts as proof. Okay, I could do some research after. I'm going to spin this screen around, and to me, they don't look similar. Is this, 
Zena LeVay, is it? Yeah. Oh my god. Zena LeVay, whose hor- father founded the Church of Satan. She's horrific. Whoa. That's really rude. Oh, sorry, Zena LeVay. It just she looks all well, not horrific, she's scary. <laughs> um I uh, don't know how you pronounce this one. Bayonce? Bayonce. Bayonce. <laughs> Bayonce, and Bayonce and Jay's. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I think that's right. <laughs> Beyonce and Jay-Z have long been associated with the Illuminati on certain pockets of the internet. So much so that Beyonce refer- referenced it in Formation. What is that? Is that like Formation a-, a song or an album or... I don't know. I turn to you. Dance here. routine. I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna click the Beyonce formation. It's taken me to another page. Yeah, sorry, because you don't know music after 2003. So this page entitled be... "Brief History of Beyonce and the Illuminati." Oh, come on. <laughs> um, y'all haters corny with that Illuminati mess. Beyonce sings at the top of her new single formation. Oh, okay, well, I'll stop searching it then. Never having addressed a popular conspiracy theory that she is queen of the Illuminati. Does the Illuminati have, like... Royalty? <laughs> yeah, they have, like, king and queen in yeah, it. Yeah, seems like all got old-fashioned, but okay. Uh, Beyonce finally dismissed it as a mere trivial rumour. But but exactly how did this Illuminati theory get started? And why is she considered the supreme queen who rules alongside her husband, Jays? <laughs> I, th- I think her being known as Queen Bee is quite common. <laughs> but not necessarily does that mean that, um, Illuminati. Does that mean that New Zealand shot putter is also <laughs> like Beatrice Farmoina is also Queen of the Illuminati? Why is that? Because they used to call her Queen B. Oh yeah. <laughs> Beach, Beatrice Farmoina. Here's the thing with this rumour. If she was Queen of the Illuminati. Right. How is the rumour dead in the water because she says, No I'm not <laughs> Like, what else is she going to say? There's no substance to it from the beginning, so <laughs> it probably really doesn't mean a lot, does it? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, okay. Uh, going back to my original article, now that we know what formation is, it's also claimed that the Illuminati uses clones to brainwash society. Now, that's a hyperlink I want to click. How are the uh, Illuminati so advanced with cloning? i got to say, we got that sheep like 25 years ago. Nothing's happened since. Let me deviate deviate further. Here's a breakdown of WTF the Illuminati is, according to BuzzFeed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like BuzzFeed, but I wouldn't take them as a serious source for cloning. Uh, Let me find Beyonce in here. Oh, man. This is an entire history of the thing. Okay, we don't have the time for research. I want to find the the Beyonce bit. They led the story with a picture of Beyonce. Oh, they'll bury it towards the end just to get you to scroll through. Oh, uh, it talks about... Is it David Icke? David Icke? David Icke? Do you know that guy? No. Uh, he's travelled the world talking about how um, the world's run by reptilian humans. Oh, actually, maybe that does ring with a little yeah. bit of a bell-bell. According to Icke, this lizard face race... Lizard race feeds off the human race and occasionally demands human sacrifices maybe this is what happened at the wine festival the guy was actually like a illuminati lizard and was trying to id me but because i also wasn't a lizard he struggled so i asked for a 33 year old with an id he also says fluoride in water is adding is added for the purpose of blocking your pituitary gland and keeping you in ignorance Um, good for your teeth though i'll give him that oh here we go suspected celebrity clones include Beyonce. Eminem, Al Roker, Miley Cyrus, Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake, and many more. Why? What's the point of this? Conspiracy theorists even point to video evidence of celebrities apparently freezing on camera, claiming they are clones experiencing glitches. Whether or not you believe the clone theory, many conspiracy theorists agree that major celebrities are in the Illuminati. They point to clothing choices, hand gestures mainly that of a pyramid thought to be an Illuminati symbol as proof that certain celebrities are in the Illuminati. Beyonce and Jay-Z have been known to make pyramid-like symbols with their hands, <laughs> though this is also similar to the symbol for Jay-Z's label, Rockefeller Records. <laughs> the name of their child, Blue Ivy, has been interpreted to stand for Born Living Under Evil Illuminati's Very Youngest. 
<laughs> Some claim Beyonce's Sasha Fierce persona is the result of being possessed by evil. However, both stars have used song lyrics to deny their affiliation with the Illuminati. In formation, Beyonce sings Y'all Haters Corny with that Illuminati mess. Jay Z as a first. I don't know, so I don't understand what like ninety percent of those words mean. So. <laughs> Must be some sort of a code. Yeah, Illuminati. Maybe we code. need uh, yeah. Tom Hanks to come in. Yeah, solve it. Jay Z has a first as a verse in the Rick Ross song Freemason, with the lyrics: "I said I was amazing, not that I'm a mason. I'm red hot. I'm on my third sixth, but a devil I'm not." Um, he owns a necklace containing the symbol of the Eye of Horus, which... Oh no, there's Kanye. Not to be racist. <laughs> Kanye is another alu- purported Illuminati member owning a necklace containing the symbol of the Eye of Horus, which is associated with the Illuminati. Um, coming back to Beyonce. Sometimes all it takes to set the conspiracy wheel in motion is two different pictures of the same person, and the Beyoncé cloning theory gained a flurry of attention last year when a Facebook post that compared images of the singer from 2010 to 2016 went viral. It read, Fans, the chick on the left is her, but the chick on the right is not. (laughs) This is high-degree masonry... This high degree masonry witch on the right is a clone. Right, so they're saying in six years someone has changed slightly, which you'd expect. <laughs> but instead of it being, I guess, age and progression and maybe a bit of plastic surgery, it's... Should we find photos of ourselves from six years ago and we'll post them up? I saw a photo of myself from four years ago. Hmm. Um, not that much difference. So maybe I'm not a clone. I see the odd one where I'm like, yeah... I'm a little heavier now, but <laughs> <laughs> but I also um, when well, I, that's what happens when you get older as a male, like you yeah. just start collecting. And uh, if I let my beard grow out, my I I look way more overweight. It's a thing. You get fat in the face. Well, yeah. thank you. I, used, my, my, I can say it. You can. My, my grandmother used to say that to me. She's like, "You got all fat in the face," and it's like, "No, no, no I've just let my beard grow. Yeah, <laughs> You're yeah. all fat in the face." Like, no, 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 no. There's just. I remember um, there was a league player that got absolutely slammed in the media saying how he had a big off-season and all that and saying how unfit he was. And it lasted two or three rounds in the um, NRL. And um, then he had a shave and it all went away. (laughs) And they're like, oh, you've trimmed up? And he's like, no, I just had a shave. Like, (laughs) leave me alone. Um, I think I'll call that my story for the week. Yeah. Thoughts? Um, There's (laughs) elements of the credibility i'd call into question mm-hmm. for some of the um what do you mean are you do you want to get in touch with buzzfeed and check their sources i don't, I don't actually know what the I sources don't think were. <laughs> I, there are something where any sources quoted with <laughs> um the internet has a yeah, source there's that scary, and that facebook post i mean there was a scary eyebrow lady taylor swift lookalike that mm-hmm. haunt my dreams yeah um and then beyonce's unfortunate six years between photos that I don't know, I guess it's just purely innocent. I mean, the aging. I'm not casting surgery. I'm not casting aspersions. Is that the words? Casting aspersions. Maybe. <laughs> that sounds about right. Um, but also, people living that high life tend to surgery eyes as well. That's what I was thinking about a plastic surgery. Mm. Why don't they call it plastic? Um, because it's false. You're making yourself look like plastic fantastic. <laughs> so you're adding uh yeah a bit of a knockoffy thing here and there do you think know. yeah maybe uh plastic surgeons have that as a bumper sticker plastic yeah. fantastic plastic fantastic yeah mm. there are there are, if you watch botched there's some very interesting characters that appear on there i don't watch botched mm. is it a thing it's a thing <laughs> i saw there was something on tv there was some dr pimple popper now oh. that makes me a little nauseous to think about but also really depressed at where the human race has got to where this person can make a tv show that will be watched by millions of people of like popping boils and draining cysts game that you can get to pop pimples now yeah i saw that i saw that recently too i thought "Mm." jeez (laughs) not 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 too flash all right i'm gonna call that um shall we strange or do you have something else to add um do you want to blue book no no okay do you no (laughs) i do oh so do i so episodes 
what were they? Five, uh, five and, and six? six. Five and six. So I talked to you, uh, I messaged you a couple of times during the week, and you were not happy. You were throwing things. You were assaulting people. You were filthy at a filthy man. the direction that Project Blue Book has taken. <laughs> Explain your actions. Um, I wasn't filthy. You were. <laughs> you could tell by your um, 88 characters that you used. You were just. It was uh, eating you up inside. What I was thinking with it is, um, yeah, they're, they're telling the story. So episode five is really... Uh, oh, see, you're throwing your hand gestures around already. I am. You're I angry. Am. I can tell you're angry. I just, look, I, what I think, what I felt like is that the people that made the show loved episode five yeah. because it introduced all this complexity around... You know, characters feeling that they're being used by the government for certain means and, and all this. There's all this great conspiracy stuff around it. And I think it leaks it links into uh, MK Ultra, Project MK Ultra, around mind control and all this stuff. But I mean, it took a leaf out of the book of fiction mm-hmm. to, to achieve this. And I was hoping with the Foo Fighters that... That Taylor Hawkins would... Appear with Michael Collins. <laughs> <laughs> and they would do a duet. Yeah. Um, yeah, like it wasn't. It was um. It was okay. It was it was a fine episode, but it wasn't really UFO. We use the F word because I had found that episode four had got really real with you know, hairless apes and um. Yeah. Yeah. Nazi yeah. That scientists. was where they dropped all those truth bombs of like, yeah, you got you got all this to look forward to because this thing's gonna unravel and you're gonna know some know some real facts that we've, you know, researched and photo used photographic evidence to recreate yep. and all that sort of stuff and then but episode five there was that um i mean probably the, the biggest thing was there was the um image of the earth that was in that um envelope that yeah heineke managed to use his uh, skills to track down where the signal was coming from and at the end of the the sh- end of the show you had um fuller burn himself alive ouch mm. yeah and that did flow through into the next episode some of that but this is all kind of like yeah i get it they have to add elements of, of fiction into this for mm. the, the show but it kind of took us too felt, felt it took it too far away from what i really like about the show which is the ufo sighting piece yeah maybe more into like the government projects that are using the people that have sighted ufos mm. to i don't know essentially i think i, I like the part where Hynek showed for that image that was the trigger for him to yeah. self-destruct essentially yeah um the the thing that it did um which i think we talked about was um we kind of feel like after that episode we're worried that it's moving away it's kind of trapped us in with those things that we've you know some of the some of the um encounters and stuff we'd even talked about on here because mm. they're well known yes um but they and they had to kind of garnish that with some some fictional story so that they could be tied together and so that there's characters with drama but now we're kind of worried that maybe they're moving away from what was actually in the real project blue book because this drama is getting in the way and there were lots of things in the episode four that would have been fictionalized as as well but it it kind of linked more known elements of the um the saga and it could be purely i'm more interested in seeing the the ufo sightings the reverse engineering of of craft the Hmm. operation paperclip like nazi scientist thing i I like all that yeah whereas those things that are grounded in the actual blue book itself yeah whereas this around project like mk ultra and mind control thing is again in ufo law completely is but it um yeah i feel there was a real uh, artistic license taken yeah it was this. twisted around to fit in with the the drama that they had yeah. written and fictionalized what about episode five did it bring anything back for you as in like did it bring you back in or are you, is it oh, still going this sorry oh sorry episode six, six. Yep. yeah so episode uh six mm-hmm. yeah it was um i think the thing that stood out for me episode six was in terms of the setting they created and the um sort of the yeah that, that it was it was it was amazing i really in, enjoyed the creepiness, the that creepiness of the wee town with the mannequins and mm. yeah that placid 1950 style life yeah um yeah the whole idea of um what was quite what they what was quite funny is that often you would hear about nuclear weapons being disabled by ufos hovering over them and this was like that's the, right yeah the, the these green orbs and green balls of light were 
were really seen they really were they really did happen mm. um but generally it was that they disabled nuclear weapons not made them launch that's right yeah so i was confused by that i started trying to look up examples of where it had happened <laughs> they shut everything down yeah. um there were some cases where they did go all light up and go to launch but mm. generally it was the opposite way around but um and you can see why they'd want to make it launch rather than not yeah but, it's more drama yeah i mean so it did happen both ways but i think generally when it did happen and it happened a lot in both the soviet union and and the united states mm-hmm. so yeah i think this idea of it being um tried to be shut down as a um was it, it was a meteorite uh sighting and yeah, yeah it's it makes it makes sense but there was elements in the episode which i quite liked around heineck going behind quinn's back to the um to get the approval to use his camera yeah um to track these these lights which pissed off the generals and mm-hmm. caused caused problems at the end yeah um and yeah uh the sort of a bit of tackling this rogue military guy who was in the uh pretty visit uh, pretty wee village set yep. up and yep. apparently there's more to come on on that sort of thing and then Heineck talking to the the man in black yeah who has now essentially gifted him this relic yeah and i think there's also a part coming here where he and heineck and mimi will be sharing a little bit more mm-hmm. um because he's now shown her the relic and she had investigated the um i guess behind his back looked at his journal and read about the work he was doing yeah yeah so hopefully that gives more of an opportunity for these uh things to be discovered together and the important part of that is that they're discovered if you know what i mean so instead of um getting that b story where the wife is off doing something totally separate and it's uh and it's uh not something that necessarily is revealing too much to us we might start to get heineck and mimi working together on something we actually care about that's that's right yeah (laughs) and shit got real with russian agent Susie now that uh like the newsy neighbor's been murdered Mm. so there's there's that yeah and um i think there's a, there's a part there where Heineck is realizing again that hey this he he was really much at the beginning of this dismissing it as meteorite sightings like that was really clear what he was saying that no, no this is all natural phenomenon mm. but has and he sees them thinks actually this is intelligently controlled and the the generals are saying oh it's um Russian spies yeah um he writes it off in the end after protesting that eventually it is meteorites and hands the report over but you can see now that he's realizing this is something he says this is something that's intelligently piloted that something is in Mm -hmm. control of this and this is beyond technology that we have on earth and far as as, as he is concerned so he's starting to do that tick where the the real heineck went from being a skeptic to a believer yeah so yeah they're starting to ramp up that idea of he's less of a um not that he necessarily was in the start, but he's uh, happy to satisfy the generals with a report mm. while subverting it in his, you know, in his own findings. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's done have a wee problem with knowing that hey, there's actually something going on here, and mm. this is bigger. And sort of, it, it's it also that part where it's kind of, you know, potentially putting his family at risk with the whole um, fuller piece, and knowing that he's by doing this and i think that's where it's come down to sharing with his wife now in the series that hey i can't keep this all bottled up this is actually causing me stuff i can't necessarily talk to quinn mm. who i'm working with because you know he's got a military he's got a military man sort yeah. of focus he sort needed of another quinn. outlet that was removed from um from his you know work life yeah and he should be able to and i think he's found that he should be able to share this thing and apparently in the real mimi heineck was quite well briefed on what was going on so yeah 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 interesting linking more into the truth so yeah i think episode six kind of brought me back in i was um and um it's been renewed it's what being renewed of course oh yeah they just announced the second season that's right so yeah we know there's um there's more to come so shall we jump into strange i think we should all right music is playing oh and doesn't it sound fine (laughs) this is your turn to read it it is this is your first time reading over the music spoiler alert you've never heard the music I, as you've never read it heard the tunes playing i've <laughs> um yeah the oratory star of the strange for those of you playing at home this is the uh final segment of the show where we take the 1982 reader's digest version of mysteries of the unexplained tony will flick to a random page i'll tell him when to stop and he will read one of the random stories on the pages he lands on 
This is the segment we call Get Me Some Strange. Okay, uh, let's start with one of my favourite pastimes, flicking through a book. <laughs> Stop. What segment did we land on? You find there's a lot more, a lot less padding needs to happen when the, the music's actually here. Yeah, you can just sit back and let's just sit back and listen for a couple of seconds. Enjoyable. Isn't really it? enjoyable. <laughs> uh, inexplicable crimes and assaults. Okay, explain them. This story is called Double Strike. Double Strike. At Whiteface, oh, Texas. You're just. All about the racism tonight. <laughs> Do you think if somebody came in whiteface to a, a party who was not of Caucasian descent, there would be an uproar as there would be when people come in blackface? Yes. Yeah. Yes, Good. I do. Equal rights. I like that. <laughs> uh, at Whiteface, Texas, in an area where UFOs had been reported for weeks in early 1975, police examined a mutilated heifer from rancher Darwood Marshall that had been found lying within a 30-foot circle of flattened vegetation. The animal's neck was twisted so that its head pointed grotesquely to the sky, its tongue and external organs were missing, and its navel appeared to have been cored out. No traces of blood were found on the ground near the calf. Messed up. A few days later, Marshall had discovered a mutilated steer lying in a circle of scorched young wheat. Sheriff Richards tested the site for radiation <laughs> and got a positive reading and enlisted the help of experts at the Rees Air Force Base. Their tests revealed that radiation at the site was one half of one percent higher than normal. Not a dramatic or dangerous difference. You can say that again. But while there was a difference at all, Sheriff Richards wanted to know, and just what had scorched that circle of wheat. 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 And anything else to add? Cattle mutilation story. On that note, we will call <laughs> that another episode of Lights in the Sky podcast. Join us next week. Toodle. Ooh.